A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Wise Men Say, another instalment of the Pandemic Podcast. And this one is a special one uh, in cooperation with Kansas Megabus. We're going through one of our favourite aspects of supporting Sunderland. It's our favourite away days. And away, and just everything that makes away days special, even though the football is utterly terrible. And thanks to Sunderland crashing through every division in recent years, we've been able to see the length and breadth of this beautiful nation in all its glory. And to join us, to take us on this mystical journey tonight, we've got Stephen. Hello. Matthew. Hello. Oh, and Chris. (laughs) Evening, how's it going? I'm all right. How's everyone's self-isolation? It's boring, isn't it? Yeah. That's hard, it, really. Hard work is what it is. When you've got to, like, school children from home and then try to do your own work. It's a nightmare. <laughs> See, the rest of us don't have that, so we just get drunk. Yeah, well, be lucky. Be lucky. Yeah, be thankful. <laughs> Not be I'm lucky. Just, I'm trying to lucky. do my homework at the minute, and it's quite difficult. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, today, if all this hadn't happened, we'd all be hungover after a glorious day out at South End away. Um... And in the spirit of things, it's just to kick off these things, it's like, like Chris, why are away days so great? Why do we love them so much? Um, because it's an excuse to get drunk and there's only an inconvenient 90 minutes in the middle of it. There's not really any responsibility there. Like Somebody else is usually transporting you there and back. Um, everybody... Everybody, everybody's in a good mood at least until three o'clock, and it's um, and as you've said uh, in the last year or two, we've got to see all over the country places we pla- we've seen places they've never seen. Great, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, but it's also the the beauty of you know, because I feel there's nothing more like better than scoring a, a goal in a, someone else's stadium. Mm, definitely, yeah, it's good. Isn't it? Definitely agree with that. Yeah. Not that we do much of that, to be... <laughs> no, and uh, mugging people off more than anything, really. But that's what football does, doesn't it? It brings you... It's like, it sounds cheesy, but it's it's your community win, and it's the football team and the football match, like Chris said there, is almost sort of, you know, not... Into, it's, it's not relevant, really, in a way. You just... Um, it's a nice way to come together and feel like you belong somewhere. And um, there's, there's nothing better than when you're, in, when you're on somebody else's patch... And something good happens. And in that regard, we're gonna we're gonna split this up. So we're gonna go through the uh, the various leagues Sunderland have found themselves in, 
and and just talk about some of the places and the days we've had supporting them. So we'll start when uh, when we were semi good and the uh, the glamour of the Premier League. And so we'll start with Stephen. What what of the all the illustrious opposition would you consider to be your favourite? Well, I mean, you see, how we start when we were semi good. Actually, um, before. League One in the last couple of years because of, of working on weekends and stuff I've not been able to get to as many away games as I would have liked so actually um, my picks for the for the Premier League grounds I'm going back to when we were actually good and we used to go to these places and win back in the late 90s and the early noughties um, and the two North London clubs uh, for me they're old stadiums so Highbury for Arsenal and the old White Hart Lane um, there's something great about a London away trip, as we all know, because you can, you know, the world's your oyster when you get to London. So, back when train prices were reasonable as well, you could get on the train to King's Cross, and then wherever you were playing in London, you could go to a couple of tube stops away from that ground and just plan your day accordingly. But what was good about the two North London clubs, I think you didn't have to go far. Plenty of club, um, some great little pubs in King's Cross um, and in Islington. Uh, and, your, and your your journey to the to and from the ground wasn't too bad. There were nice old traditional grounds, but still, um, you know, carried a carried a sort of um, charisma about them. Um, you know, a sense of a sense of aura about them, and um, they they were always my favourites to go to. And I have seen us win in both of those grounds, which is which is good as well. But also with um, White Hart Lane, you had that. Uh that massive long walk from Seven Sisters, which is always interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah, but there were more interesting walks in London, <laughs> I would say. Um, You're odd. But I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think something about, you know, those, those Premier League day, um, those Premier League years when we were actually good and, and we used to get the train down all the time and it was... You talk about how... Um, you know the football match itself is almost coincidental in times, and you, you you would always get the train down to King's Cross, go to the same um, go to the same old bars uh, in that area, go to the match, and then go back. And it would, you would always decide um, whether we, you know I'm talking about pubs like Millers and McGinn's and O'Neill's and King's Cross, and some pubs that have uh, that are no longer with us that we've lost over the years. And you would always decide if you were going to stay out, and it would normally be dependent on the result. So if you had a good result, you're like. Fuck it, I'm going to get the last train home. Um, and if you'd <laughs> been hammered, you would want to get home as quickly as possible. And that was what was good about having the open return. And we always had the same ritual where we'd go to the same kebab shop on the way to the station, eat that on the train. And those train journeys back, you, you sort of get your second wind after you've been out all day. <coughs> you'd meet some interesting characters on the train. And, and that in itself was, was an experience. And there were some, uh, some really good London trips over the years. But I would say Highbury was always my favourite ground. I love the fact you were walking down the street and then suddenly there was a turnstile in between a couple of houses. A bit like places like Luton, but not shit. Um, and then you'd, you'd, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you'd walk in, you'd have, the fam- yeah. <laughs> you'd have the famous clocks and stuff like that. And I loved how close you were to the pitch at Highbury. It looked like there were about 15,000 people in the ground and it held about 39,000. So Highbury was always my favourite. Um, the ones that are still standing, Aston uh, Villa Park, aesthetically is really good. But... You know, did the you weird sh- day, the full package. Did- it's not great for drinking pre-match filler, is it? Did you shed a tear when the uh, the Emirates was open? I didn't shed a tear. I wasn't that bothered. All <laughs> oh, right. The way you're going on about it, it sounds like you were. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to milk some content out of you, Tom. 
all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go on about Villa Park too much because someone's went for that, haven't they? I think. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah. All right. Don't give away the content. <laughs> Tom, Ever. I've got to ask, what's what's that around your your can of Stella? Oh, it's a it's a can holder. A can holder. Isn't that hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy to work out what that is, Chris. No, but like, I just it you put them in the freezer. Easy. You put them in the freezer, Tom, don't you? Is it one of those ones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, right. The thinking so, the thinking man's way to drink a pint. Can. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, it explains why I don't have one then. Yeah, I was going to say that. So, any advance on uh, hybrid? The delay, the, delay there, the delay there, Tom, who's hosting this, the delay was because he took a massive swing <laughs> from his can when he was due to then carry the podcast on. Go on, keep going. <laughs> hey, do, you, <laughs> do you want to host this? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Carry on. <laughs> Go on, Matthew. Yeah, I've gone for I've gone for Villa Park. Um, I've Shout. been. All right. Oh well, I'll I'll, I'll not bother then. So, um, Chris, what you can go? On. What what was yours, Chris? No, no, you can do Villa Park. I'm just upset about Matthew. The time do you not I think Matthew? Drink. Do Do you think I think like you like Villa Park talking about it from a football fan perspective, just about the pure. Yeah. Uh, being a football, it's aesthetically it's lovely. It's one of the old grounds that have held up in the modern way. When they've modernised it, it still looks old-fashioned and traditional. But the 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 pre-match is crap, isn't it? It's crap. You've got to drink in Birmingham, really, if you if you want a pint, <laughs> or you've got to pay like three pounds to get into in some tent. tent. Yeah, the road. that terrible. Yeah. yeah, that terrible beer garden. The ad, yeah. outside not selling of crap it. Pub. Not selling it here, am I really? But the um, <laughs> I do, I've been a few times. I went when we won one 0 under Keane. Uh, Chopra, mm. Chopra scored, um, and it was just that was a great day because we had, I don't think we'd won away all season, um, and that no. was when they were quite good then as well. But it's always just been I don't know it's 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 a it's a proper old ground, isn't it? A bit like Goodison Park in a way that that there's not many left really. Uh, the whole end is like from the outside, especially magnificent. Um, I don't know. I've just always found it an enjoyable day out. Um, it's obviously relatively easy for me to sort us in a way day now, obviously with the in-laws being in the Midlands. Um, but it's it, it's just always somewhere I've, I've enjoyed going, and hopefully we'll get to play them at some point ever it's again. It's also it's also <laughs> that like kind of like I don't we'll know it's that nice approach. You are it's that nice approach when you come round the yeah round the corner because you got that big church, and then it's like. Because everyone's going to like, well, everyone's converging off the train station into the same yeah. place, and it's like, yeah, this is like, this is without sounding like you da. It's like <laughs> this is like a proper football ground, and it's like, and it, it's, I've always quite liked it because it's like you, where you sat in the ground. I like sitting on the on side. A, yeah. on the side. So if you get like, you can be on the halfway line if that's possible. Yeah, and it's also like drinking in Birmingham's like great. It is it's really like, good. So many good. Actually, I went when the away fans were behind the goal as well. Um, I think it was 2003. We got, I know we got relegated. Kevin Kyle missed an open goal. Um, oh, love us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lovely. Christopher Black played on the wing, which is... Anyone remember Legends. him? Um, but yeah, he used, <laughs> used to sit behind the goal there. Uh, but I, no, I agree. I, I like the where the away end is at Villa Park, especially if you're in the, the lower tier as well, um, where I was when we won... Under Keane. I think that's the only time I've seen us win there, actually. 
I went when Mvia scored oh. a free kick and got on the wrong that. got on the wrong train after and ended up in Canuck. <laughs> 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 I saw three consecutive nil nil draws there, so that was fun. That's all. <laughs> and then uh, that mm. uh, lovely that lovely two two. But uh, go on then, Chris. Why is Villa Park shit? And have you got somewhere better than that? Well, well, no, I do. I mean, to be fair, like if I've like got confused at times about whether we're saying like best game or best ground. And if, if we're going best ground, like yeah, okay, I'll give Matthew that. It's just because every time I've been the one, the one served drink in the ground, and I was at one of those nil nils. And uh, is that not just because you look nine years old? Right. Well, <laughs> other, other than that, <laughs> that's me seen off for the rest of the pod. Um, <laughs> No, nah, it, it was just uh, it was just shite. It was when like <laughs> it was under Poyer, and we just couldn't. It, it's just tarnished it. So I'm going for they're not even in the Premier League anymore. But I, I'm going for Fulham because every time I've seen uh, this play down there, yeah. and it's and it's just it's just nice. It's just like a pleasant little ground by the side by the side of the Thames. Mm. They they they're all like indifferent kind of thing so they're almost like when you win down there they're almost like happy for you they're like yeah, yeah. okay fair fair enough you, you've got that little neutral neutral zone which just ends up getting taken over by some fans anyway it's really weird that isn't it it's, it's like strange. when you see it on match of the day and stuff and there's like some people just sat there furious but most of the most of the ends gone mental yeah wait I've, <laughs> I've sat i've sat there once it was um that was a nil nil actually um, I think it was under Bruce or something, and I couldn't I couldn't get tickets an hour bit. So I was like, oh, we'll go on the neutral end, and it's like really weird because like if you're lucky, you get kind of sat next to fellow Sunderland fans, mm. and everybody goes a bit, everybody is going a bit nuts. Or if like me, you get stuck next <laughs> to some tourist who hasn't got a clue what's going on and can't understand why you're so animated about it. But now, like, now I like, I just like I like Fulham. Like, there's the added advantage of. You can get a pint and you can watch the match over the wall as long as nobody comes and moves you on. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a um, pleasant little area. Although the only, the only ground in the top two divisions that I've never been to, Craven Cottage. Really? Is it? Uh, apart oh, from when it's, like, that is like, great. Like, like, it is great. Spurs, Spurs new ground. I haven't been there, obviously. But um, <clears throat> I've been to one fixture, Fulham versus Sunderland, and it was the season they played at QPR. So oh, no! But out, the wor- every the other ground in the top in two divisions are big. <laughs> nah, it's great. Even even like just the cottage, it's like so like quirky and I don't know. I, I, I just really like it, and there's good places to drink nearby. Um, although we is it it's Putney. Putney, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I uh, we did actually no. This this is another upside. We walked in there once, and um, it was one of the I can't. I think it's the White Horse. Sure, that's what it's called. And got that's where uh, Ellis, my mate, met Ellis Short in there, and he really? asked whether he should sack Martin O'Neill. So <laughs> fantastic! That's the clientele it has on there. What, Ellis what did you asked mate your say? mate, or your mate asked. Ellis. He said, "I don't know. It's not. It's not really my decision." <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we were in there, and like they've got the they've got the big casks in the corner, kind of thing. And then, um, yeah, what am what am I mate? I can't remember. He asked for a beer. Uh, like it was one of the ones that had a like one of their own ones, and the guy behind the bar just like looked him up and down, and was just like, "You do realise that's eight quid?" And we mate was like, "Right, fantastic! I'll, uh, I'll get, I'll get a Foster." But I just thought that was nice. I'll get a anywhere Foster's. else, they would have just they would have just took his money off him. 
that's uh, that's also the great thing about watching uh, going down to places like Fulham and Chelsea because the more like it's it's also great seeing loads of Sunderland fans just fuming because they bought a pint that cost five pounds <laughs> sixty. It's good, isn't it? In a, but in a ri- <laughs> and it's just, and it's yeah, like, well, I could, get this with, repeatedly. I could get this for <laughs> £2.60. It's like, well, you're not in Sunderland anymore, mate. This is why. And this it's also nice. You, it's this like, is why you should go Fulham's to King's like, Cross. King's Cross, this here. is what I'm saying. Isn't it? King's Cross, that's why I'm suggesting King's Cross, because you find cheaper pubs there. That's why I like Darcy's Isn't that because it's got so that... What's the... Uh, Miller's. The Flying Scots Miller's is uh, the meat and flying scotch. Is that still that's there? Gone the it's gone now. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, is it gone? That's what I was. That's been that's gone what a few, was, yeah, that. That's what I was hinting towards when I said some of the pubs are still no longer with us. Um, They've there died. A few, few cracker ones that have gone over the years. Yeah. That's why I liked it, Kings Cross, and then you're straight next to the the train station and and then the way. But uh, no, never been to Fulham. Everything wrong. What you've just described, Chris, is everything wrong with football. Neutral ends. <laughs> um, <laughs> The uh, the locals being too nice. No war no, cannons. It's not what we want. It's not what we want. <laughs> well, I will just caveat that with uh, Chris saying that Fulham fans uh, are so lovely to you. It's the only place. It's one of the very few places. Surprisingly, I've been offered out by a by a home fan. Must have done something. Get offered something. out by a Fulham fan. <laughs> I, I, t- I think this is more I, I, on you than them. Well, maybe. But it, well, no, I, I don't think I brought it on myself because he was. We were walking down the road and he was singing Newcastle songs. I asked what was he doing, and he, well, he said he was going to do me in because uh, Fulham the previous week, in his words, had taken Reading. So <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. So I, don't know if, if, I mean, I was pretty. I don't know. How old was this when guy? Someone, Tom? When someone's told you they've taken Reading the week before, I, I mean, hate what, Reading. That notorious <laughs> hooligan hotspot. How old? How old really is the guy, Tom? Redding. Like they're just a pointless. Like they're just shit, aren't they? Just pointless. <laughs> Sorry, if anyone supports Reading. Yeah. Tom, well, how old was he? <laughs> how old was that? Yeah, how old was the guy who offered you out? Uh, well, he was, young, he was younger than us, <laughs> but this was like, him? he was like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> So hang on, what was your reaction? Well, I just laughed at him because it was like, "What are you playing at?" (laughs) And then because he was he was surrounded, he was all all surrounded like by police horses and that. It's like you're going to deck me in front of these police policemen. I just I don't know, it's just a bit weird. And then we battered him four one. So jokes on him. Yeah, that that was my favourite day there when we got to see uh, Josie Altador's stepovers. Ah, that that. That, to crown it and also that's a bonus of like every time I've been to Fulham we've actually leathered them so yeah, I think but well, apart from that they'll know apart from, apart that, from, that, from that, that example I, that you brought up earlier <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Premier League one to throw it in the ring uh, was is Everton merely for the mm. fact it's like as you are saying about uh, Villa Park this well, f- nice like traditional ground I mean you got those like obstructing pillars and all that but it means it's just an excuse to have a lovely day out in Liverpool no matter yeah. what the result and it also like Liverpool's is weird especially around the train station it seems to be in its own like macro economy where like all the pubs are just insanely cheap for quite a cosmopolitan city Liverpool's like, so, like a, U- a European city I always think 
it's very it's more like a like a I don't know, like you know, when you eat with a big square, especially down the, the docks area, it's almost like not not a, a British city at all. And, and it's well, the scouts not English, aren't they? Well, there is that as well, yeah. So. <laughs> and also, Liverpool is home to the uh, the best pub in the entire country. This is a ship and mitre, and it's also you discover as I first discovered it from walking down that like really long road because it's just mm. one road from like Goodison and Anfield. And then I watched, it was after we beat them, uh, where Danny Graham had one skim off his thigh. Best going. ever. Uh, and it's just like, you walk in, it's like this kind of like sea chant, like nautical theme <laughs> galley with all the best German beer you've ever seen. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. And, and I met Graham Stewart in there, which uh, <laughs> I had a conversation with was like... Yeah, well, it didn't really last very long. I just said, are you Graham Stewart? And he went, yes. <laughs> and he was like, cool, cool. And I went back to my seat. 1995 Cup final. Does that does that qualify as meeting somebody? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> does it? Well, I met him. I, would say, I, had a co- I had a conversation. I would say you, you need, to meet somebody, you need to have a conversation, or a proper conversation, or be introduced, not just to say, are you mate, are you Graham Stewart? And then him saying yes. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's qualifies that's as meeting, meeting someone. <laughs> in, in, in fairness, this might be a theme with like. We'll do a poll. Like, this might be like a theme with like Everton's nineteen ninety seven team because I've had the same experience with Kevin Campbell. Well, there you are. There you are. That, that Did can't. you just say hello to him? Yeah, I just said that's Kevin Campbell, and he said, "Yeah, it is." And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> "You didn't even say well, it you, to you him. Did, he just overheard you yeah. saying it. You didn't even. But you you didn't even ask him if it was him. You, you asked somebody else if that was him. <laughs> well, yeah, he must have had what three or four pints. Oh god, it wasn't, it wasn't that far in the night. <laughs> yeah, uh, Good, Goodison, Park, Goodison Park. Goodison um, If any, if if Roker Park was before anybody's time, it's the same. It's the same uh, people. It's the same architect, wasn't it? So. It's the closest you'll you'll ever get to Rocker Park, Goodison Park, yeah. when all the interior and the concourse and stuff is is exactly the same as Rocker Park. So if you didn't know that, that's just a little fact for you. And I also Hello. found like Everton fans are just generally sound compared to like well, obviously compared to Liverpool. But yeah. They always just seem they just they have an irrational hatred for Newcastle for yeah. no particular reason, and they just always seem like dead sound. Yeah, I think Everton's a good shout. I like, I like Goodison Yeah, Park. it's good. No, I do. I was at that one with Danny Graham as well. It was a lunchtime kick-off, that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. What a day. It's also, even with the pillars, you still get a better view than you do at Anfield if you stood near the back of Anfield. Oh, I stood it. I was at the back, the back row of Anfield. You can't see the other goal. Yeah, you can see nothing. The letterbox. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely shocking. Which, if we're <laughs> attacking it, I guess it doesn't really matter very much, to be fair. Uh, no, no. I got up from there. Um, before we move on to the championship, uh, do we still plug from the terraces? No, see, it's in We lockdown. give them a mention just to say, you know, we're, we, they've got our support and that when things return to normal, everybody should head back there. But there's no discount code at the moment for people to head to, uh, to people to put in uh, on the website. But just when everything goes back to normal and you want to treat yourself to some new clubber, head over there. To have our full support during these times. Agree. Lovely. Uh, when we come back, we'll move down the leagues. Welcome 
welcome back to the Wise Men Say Kansas Megabus Special, where we're counting down all our favourite away days from all the wonderful places that Sunderland have taken us. And as we clattered through the uh, the leagues, it brought us to the Championship. Um, and obviously, <laughs> we've gone from the big cities and we're getting a little more provincial before we actually turn into towns and villages of uh, League One. Um, so, Chris, we'll kick off with you for this Championship Roundup. Um, okay, I, I've changed my mind, so I'm hoping I'm not stepping <laughs> on any right. toes here. <laughs> but I'm going to go for um, the city ground and forest. Okay. Um, just, again, I think I like grounds that are next Interesting. to Interesting. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. Maybe it must be, there's a theme there. But um, no, I've always found like Nottingham quite good for a drink. And it's also, I'm pretty sure it's got like the oldest pub in England whose name escapes me now. Tom, you'll know this. What's Doesn't matter, it's shut anyway. Has, well, <laughs> 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 well... No one can okay. go to the top of the old Robin Hood. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's, some, it, it's some old name, but it, it's good. And, um, and yeah, again, no, I, I do feel like it's like a kind of... I know obviously they've modernised it in bits and stuff, but it is a bit of a proper ground kind of thing and it's uh, um, I feel like they're because of the success they've had they, they feel like a proper club and um, I don't know really I've just I've always en- enjoyed a trip down there and I, I think um, we've, we've usually won when I've gone as well oddly even under Chris Coleman <clears throat> we actually won a game down there with one shot on one target shot. Yeah. My, one of my f- just the best and they sacked their entire like <laughs> management team after that just just <laughs> I know it was mentioned on the uh, Sun Until I Die I, was just pod, say, I did I did mention I yeah. did uh, give a nod to it for you Tom because I know it's your favourite moment it's ever just, just it's just hilarious <laughs> just absolutely hilarious Christmas that's time how, one, that's one header everyone's sacked it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like the Richard Keogh thing at Derby isn't it he'd never ever been dropped and then we beat them and then he was dropped for the first time in his career <laughs> just, like, just amazing. It's just fa- just fantastic. Also, Nottingham, of course, the only Hooters in the country. <laughs> a place that I'm proudly say I got turned away from on that trip. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, I just I just rocked up in my I don't know. I just must have been gleaming a bit too much, and uh, they just said, "Oh, not tonight." And I was like, "Tom has one of those hats on with the tubes coming down." I just wanted to, I just wanted a pint of cores and some chicken wings. That's all. That's all. So, Matt, yeah. go on. Hit, hit us with your championship. Uh, Brentford, Griffin Park. Ah, yes, a classic of the genre. Uh, well, it's got a pub on every corner of the of the ground. I've only been once. I think we've only played there twice in sort of my lifetime. We played them in the cup, didn't we? And lost DJ and, Campbell, yeah. But I uh, went in the championship three uh, three. What an incredible afternoon of football <laughs> that was! Um, but yeah, it's great. It's Brentford's quite good. The town centre's quite good for pubs as well. There's a couple on the river. Some is, is that the game where you're on something till I die? My mates. My mates. I stood next to him. I'm obscured by someone. Don't know who. Oh, just right. a man. Um, but yeah, that, that, that is, um, 
No, it's it's good. Like the the I can't remember the names of the pubs, but they are all good. Um, and it's just it's really cool. There's like again, it's a bit like oh, a bit of a cliche. There's a pub on every corner of the ground, and that's why it's great. But that is why it's great. Like and it's a proper old ground, like the terrace in the lower. T- I don't know what the upper tier is. I presume that's seated. Um, but the terrace in downstairs, people crammed into it. Um, and it's in like London again, isn't it? London's great. So. Loads of pints. But it's also... <laughs> I always feel like Brentford was like... It doesn't make you feel like you're in London. It doesn't feel like too, like, It's like chaotic. Richmond a bit, isn't like, it? Yeah, it's just like you feel like you're in a normal town, just yeah. in London. Yeah. And it's not like... You, you go there and you don't feel like you spent, like, 200 quid. No, it's not like, as sort of expensive. It's sort of... Well, I mean, it is, but it's not. It's not like central <laughs> London. It's not like seven quid for a, a lager. Um, but no, it's good. It was just a good day out. It's a good. Um, my mate lives there as well, so it was a good, good weekend. Obviously, just stayed, stayed down there for the went out in Richmond after with, with Gareth, um, and his mate who bought a ridiculous amount of McDonald's. I remember, <laughs> and we had an argument Wait, with that... r- rugby fans. Uh, well, is that when Gareth bought a whiskey that cost him forty? No, quid? that what? No, I wasn't with him then. But uh, <laughs> I wish, wish it had been that night because I would have encouraged him to buy more. <laughs> also, like a, a place like Brentford was always like we were in the Premier League and we're playing all the same, essentially the same faces in these like kind of like bigger games they were like oh this is like oh I'd love to go to like Brentford that's like a it's got terracing and all that yeah. and it's, it was it was fun and then you just got we just got beat off all these same teams yeah, so no, I'd like, love to go somewhere with seats <laughs> nice spacious seats like MK Don's got padded seats <laughs> lovely but not lovely because it's in Milton Keynes Mm. No, terraces, Stephen have you got uh, anything that takes us back to winning the championship when we're actually you know good well, I mean, the the pick I've gone for, it's actually transferable because they're not in the championship now, they're in League Two. Um, but oh. I have seen us play this team in the Premier League, in the Championship and in League One and in the FA Cup. And that is Bradford City. Um, <laughs> I've, so, A lot I've, of mouthing off last time we were at Bradford. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bradford is, it's a great location. It's only two hours away. Um, and as a city itself, it's not that dissimilar from Sunderland in terms of size. There are tons and tons of pubs to choose from. You don't have a problem getting a drink whatsoever. Leeds is up the road if you want to do that. And just as important as anything, again, like I said, it's 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 quite it's quite close. It's only a couple of hours away. You can do it in less than two hours. Um, and I've always had good experiences there, apart from the FA Cup when they beat us, the, the old giant killing. But I've seen us win 4-0 there a couple of times. Um, and obviously that League One game was was banter from start to finish, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It's a decent ground as well. It's it's not it's not you know it's an old traditional ground, but again a bit like Villa, Villa Park, but not as good. Obviously, it's quite nice. It's 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 they've modernised it. Well, they've modernised three quarters of it. Yeah, they haven't modernised well. the away end very much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, modernised three the... quarters of the ground quite well, and it's. Um, I think it's just a really good day out. Um, perhaps tainted by, or, or you know, I'm biased because we've had some good trips there. But Bradford, I, I felt, um, was going to be my transferable option. I've I've slotted them in as a championship club because I've seen us play there in the championship before. 
Well, the great thing about Bradford is, like, you could tell which part, <laughs> when they built that, like, uh, these two <laughs> enormous stands where they thought, hey, this Premier League lark's going to be great. <laughs> just like, and then they got relegated well hard. And it's just like, oh, we best keep those, like, other grounds from, like, the 80s. So, uh, <laughs> Wolves did it as well, didn't he? When yeah. Wolves had a well, massive stand and got relegated two years in a row, which. Which was, Ooh. was <laughs> which was, which uh, imagine, do imagine doing that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mugs. Imagine not coming back up. <laughs> yeah, just staying in League One for ages. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Bradford as well, it's like even in that that division, they still like filled it. So when we went mm. to, oh, they were they were so so excited when the uh, when we turned up for that League One game. My word. That's because Charlie like, Wright was like 20 odd thousand there. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. The good, good fan base. The, the kind of the people speak about some of the clubs who are in the bottom two divisions and they almost get, they always get left out when people are having those discussions. Yeah. Where actually, you know, and they float around in those bottom two divisions for a long time now. Yeah. Um, where they're always like generally Championship Division 2 level, weren't they? And they did go in the Premier League for a couple of years and spend. A ridiculous amount of money on um, lots of players. Unlike us, when we spent a lot of money and didn't see any good players, at least they were buying people like Benito Carboni mm. and Stan Collymore and exciting players. So they had a bit of that, didn't they? Um, Remember when, when they, they got the you know, they got the, the League Cup final as a League Two team, didn't they? Under Phil yeah, Parkinson, under Parkinson, yeah, I was going to say. Mm. John yeah. McLaughlin, John McLaughlin in it. Yeah. yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Got battered. Five now. Funny that. <laughs> yeah, got beaten in five. Good enough, Swansea. Yeah, so that that's my the championship insert anyway, even though I could qualify as League One as well. Um, again, just because I've not been in many away championship games in, in recent times because of work. So we've only been there one season in recent years, remember? Yeah, I was going to say, we were, yeah. the, we were in the Premier League for 10 years, which I went to plenty of away <laughs> games. And I went to plenty of away games in the championship before that. Um, but that one season in the championship, I, I didn't. I only went to a couple. Um, Bolton away when League Cup missed out. one in. Well... I mean, I didn't miss Lee Camp throw one in the Bolton. That's yes. For sure. um, no. Yeah. So no. Love. Him. I just thought I would go for Bradford. Nice honourable mention for them. 
Well, yeah, it's, it was a very enjoyable away uh, away trip. Um, and another, well, my choice. And I know we're saying before we started this, Chris, you were saying how much you hated this place. Uh, but my favourite, my pick for the championship, obviously they're in the Premier League now. But it's, it's Norwich, just for the. It's just a lovely place. Just a really nice place. Well, this like. Uh, I don't know, again, a place on the river, but it's got this lovely, lovely little, like, cute little pubs and a nice cathedral. The uh, the football ground is literally a ten-minute walk from anywhere in the city. And, uh, I don't know, it's just it's just lovely. I mean, they're all, like, nobody hates, like, nobody could really, like, hate Norwich fans. It's like, they're all, like, they're all yellow and green. They look all so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, our nickname's the Canaries. It's like, oh, that's cute, like a little bird. And it's like, and they went down with all their, um, oh, the last time I went there, we beat them 3-0, and they had all the little clappers and inflatable Canaries. So I was like, oh, this is like, really sweet. I was just, I don't know, it's, I think it's, I think it's a Stephen a will hate place. this. A lovely place with uh, with lovely named pubs like the Ribs of Beef, which is again, I mean, obviously, Stephen, we didn't fill anyone in, but it's like, I don't know, it just, it just seemed nice. The first time, the first time I ever went to Norwich, um, they'd just been relegated from the Premier League in the mid nineties, and they'd they'd actually nearly won the Premier League a couple of years before. And the one thing that sticks out is like all of the Norwich fans before the game had on their T-shirts. Norwich on loan from the Premier League. Oh, yes, and, yes, and great. Then, and, Good. Then, and then they were stuck down there for about 10 years, I think. <laughs> but it's also, also, we have the, the friendly cup with them. So, you indeed, know. It's indeed. That's even, that's even more friendly or something. Which was, probably genuine, which was genuinely, <laughs> genuinely paraded in front of the Norwich fans at Roker Park. My first ever experience of it because they beat us twice in 1991 <laughs> season, and they took the trophy to the away fans in the corner and paraded it in front of them, because Fantastic. they beat Sunderland on, on aggregate when Sunderland was second bottom all season. How old were you Gotta take what you can get. I was about 10. Were you seething? I just got confused. I How many people did you fill in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't start doing that till I was at least twelve, Matthew. Great. <laughs> I should well, clarify apart from about uh, oh, sorry, sorry, I was go just going to say I don't actually like dislike Norwich as a concept or the, or like as a family. <laughs> Norwich is a concept. <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just an absolute arson to get to. It's it an is absolute like, nightmare to get yeah, to. It is, and I can't remember which which time it was, but. There was one time coming back when, like, um, basically, like, the A1 down there was shut and it was just an oh, no. absolute d- disaster. The road. Getting home. Yeah, the road, yeah. The to road was shut. The road to Norwich was closed. <laughs> no, that's what, well, exactly. It's like, literally like a one so, track road. So where you live. I'm sure, has, has, am I misremembering this, or has Carol Road got a hotel built into the side of it? Yes, it does. It has, it does. Yeah. right next no, to the away end. Sort of did. Which, yeah, to be fair, I agree with you, Tom, about like going for a drink around it and stuff. But I, I don't know. I didn't have a good experience at Norwich, which is tarnished for me. Uh, <laughs> well, I was saying about uh, them being a really nice people. I'll tell you something they don't like is uh, you're going around shouting things about Alan Partridge. They, <laughs> they don't really like that. 
<laughs> just shouting aha a lot. They they really. Yeah. Uh, I bet they've never heard that. Especially when you just wallop them through like now. They don't really years. like that. <clears throat> well, needless uh, so to say, we... they did have the last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so we move away from slightly larger cities <clears throat> to just pre- like villages, and as we enter League One. Uh, and there's probably not many... Well, there's not that many grounds we've actually done in this league. It's that we're like... I guess this, that was the exciting, exciting in inverted commas, <laughs> part of going to League One. is like, hey, we could play like Oldham Athletic or someone like that. Um, so I'll, I'll come to you, Matt, first. Which mm. of these tin pot shitholes did you enjoy the most? <laughs> uh, Plymouth. Which is not really Plymouth, a village, is yeah. it? <laughs> but, uh, no, it's yeah. a big city. <laughs> yeah, Plymouth. Because it was just... Going to, Pl- going to Plymouth for an, is just a stupid idea, but it's great. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. far away. It is... I underestimated how far away it was. And I got, what time did you have to set off? I got the... I got picked up at 10 to 4. and got the 4.44 <laughs> train from Newcastle on the morning. 4.45. Uh, I was in London, I think, for about quarter to eight, drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it it takes longer to get from London to Plymouth than it does from Newcastle to London, which was just something that just blew my mind. I was like, but yeah. we're in London, so everything's near London down here, isn't it? And it, yeah. it, it, Plymouth isn't. And then, so we we got the... I got some more cans for the for the train. I got Plymouth, so I left mine at three and got a Plymouth at twelve. And then for, Plymouth, it's also incredibly cheap. Plymouth to drink, um, and we won two 0 and I was very drunk, and <laughs> <laughs> forgot when I was doing the uh, Twitter ratings for the pod. Forgot to do Aidan McGeady's rating, and he scored both goals. I was about to say to me. <laughs> 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 Tremendous, um, but yeah, it was a, it's a great day. And they're like you were talking about Bradford, and they're they're obviously like well supported, and they've always been kicking around Championship, League One, League Two, and it's probably because there's nothing, there's not another football club for about 150 miles, but they are well. Well, so I was talking to some of the the fans before the game, and their their home game is Plymouth, but they were from Cornwall, <coughs> and it was about 100 miles away, or something stupid mm. like that. And they could not See, understand why we travelled. We could have flown to New York in the time it took to go to Plymouth. Because <laughs> so, like, that's the thing with probably Plymouth. probably cost the think, same as well. With Plymouth, you think, when you get to Exeter, you think, yeah. oh, I'm nearly yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, so, it's an hour and a half. That was basically stood up, ready to get off. There's about, well, there's about five is. stops in between. New, it's like, oh, New, it's New, Newcastle, to, um, Newcastle to Plymouth is the longest trip in the English Football League so suddenly yeah. the Plymouth's the second longest trip so just to give people it's an just, idea of actually how long that is just insane I was staying in London on the. I got the train back after the game and I was staying in London on the night and I fell asleep at Bath and woke up in London and my mate was like I don't know it was the loudest train I've ever been on and he says you, I tried to wake you up several times and I thought you died I couldn't. I, I've been drinking since five a.m. <laughs> so yeah, go to Plymouth. It's good. 
might go in the summer <laughs> when we're allowed to go outside. Well, that's also the uh, the thing you to- touched upon there. It's it's the killer either mainly on the way back is falling asleep and then waking up in a haze oh, at some random train station, oh, the worst thinking ever. you've you've missed your uh, your stop. Obviously, I lived I lived in Leeds and I live in Manchester now, but it was always that was always good because it was like the terminus. Yeah. So if you're coming back from London or you're coming on, but if you're going on a cross country, oh, you're in the trouble. amount of times I've gone from I've gone from Birmingham. And it's like, and you see it rolling into York. You're like, oh, this is, uh, this is, this is desperate. But it, it's it's the all the fun of it. Uh, go, on, Stephen. What have you got? Well, it might be an obvious one, but I've gone for Accrington Stanley because Accrington Stanley was everything that I hoped Accrington Stanley would be. Sunderland are on the same level in the football hierarchy as Accrington Stanley and the ground is as shit as I hoped it would be um, <clears throat> but it, it's you know like Chris mentioned in Fulham to be the you know he enjoyed that experience of, of football of course he did he's an accountant um, but what football should be is terraces and shitness and Accrington Stanley represents all of that and it's the closest thing that I've had that that reminds me of what it was like growing up as a football fan in, in the 90s um, because most of the grounds are like that with the added bonus that you can get a drink in the ground and it's actually quite easy to get served in the ground as well. It's, a, it's one of the better bars, um, reasonably priced. Again, location's not bad. Lots of pubs near the ground. Um, yeah, and, and I, I really enjoyed it. We won both times as well, which helps. I didn't go to the one that was... Abandoned. Ah, right. Well, I did, and that's right, the only okay, time yeah, I've right. been there. So <laughs> that's that's why I've got a, that's why, that's why I've got a ro- I've got a romantic view of it because I wasn't at that game. I was at the other. I was at the re- the replayed one and at the one this season when we won. Well, that's the thing. If you didn't go to the one in the monsoon, you didn't go to Accrington <laughs> because yeah, exactly. that's how that's how Accrington's meant to be experienced. Horizontal rain, and you only get seventy minutes of football for your money. In and a, then you've got to pay. You've got to pay for it again to go back and watch the rest. In an uncovered away end. Put a roof that, on your away end, you dick. <laughs> oh no, no! Come on, come on! It's like we—he loves being Tim Pot. Who do you think you are? Who do you think we are? Chelsea? Do not hate him. <laughs> just put a roof on that away end. <laughs> when. The, the league game there this year was when Mickey Loft came with us and, you know, talk about just landing on your luck from start to finish. So he decided to go to the game last minute. And then Never. we said, well, we said, me and my wife Claire were, were staying over. Um, and we and we said, so actually, just come down with us. We'll give you a lift and you can just stay with us. There'll be an extra room now where you can stay. And we didn't charge him for the room. So he got that for free. And then somebody who who knows him slightly on Twitter, give him a ticket for free. And then when we saw, he, he, he landed on his feet by getting down there, free of charge. Then we got a taxi to the ground. And then we got out, honestly, we got out the taxi and said, so why are you meeting this lad for the ticket? He went, I don't know. I just said I would give him a ring when we got there. We crossed the road to go to the pub and we stopped a car in the road and it was the guy who had his ticket. He wound the window down, went, there you go, mate, and handed him it. And then he walked in the pub afterwards. Wow. Like how's that for a chain of events? Just he didn't have to do a thing. It was Maybe literally the car. It was the car. A series that... of fortunate events. 
Yeah, exactly. And we won the game, which is just wow. it's just remarkable. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe it. Like, literally, as we as we were saying, how are you get your ticket? Then he says, I don't know. I'll just give him a ring. And then the guy was like, No, oh, yeah, Mick. Unbelievable. And he didn't pay for any of it. <laughs> I watched that game in Malta. I watched Accrington Stanley versus Sunderland on a stream in a pub in Malta. What does that say about you, mate? Good that, wasn't it? And <laughs> remember when everyone was fuming because we won 3-1? <laughs> yeah, that was, was great. Yeah. That was when we got loads of grief. Yeah. yeah. You just got loads of grief for yeah. slagging off the performance. Yeah. Me and, me and it was, it was just boring. It, it was just like, we three one up boring. at half time. It was boring. So, so everyone. <laughs> it was. No, I agree. <laughs> but it is, the thing with Accrington, that was like the proper introduction to like, oh, you're a third tier team now. Yeah. And it's like, you have yeah. to go, you go into this place, which is permanently 1974. <laughs> and you have to like... And they say, like, "Oh no, these are like your equals. They're they're in the same league as you." We've been there four like times two... as well. <laughs> you got oh, them in the we, cup. Have, uh... When we pulled them in the cup, I was like, "That's funny. That's funny." <laughs> the first time we went, we had more fans than they did. Yeah, no. yeah, we Which, did. It wasn't that it's... the highest attendance ever. Oh, sure. when it doesn't count, does it? Ah, exactly. <sighs> I yeah, exactly. I actually I enjoyed but... that deal up until about half time, and then yeah, I, um, it was. It very quickly went south, and everyone got pneumonia because of that yeah. uh, that day. All right, uh, Chris, I... what's your uh, choice? Um, well, I Unless you want to go gone for like a little provincial town. I actually, despite the result, I really enjoyed my trip to Lincoln earlier this Agreed. season. Oh. Agree. I'll call that provincial. Uh, but it's a city, isn't it? Yeah. Does that... yeah. We... yeah. But I just, um, I just remember like. <laughs> it is. We'll go. For, we'll go for a drink in Steep Hill. That can't be what it sounds like. And then <laughs> everybody's got hiking boots on and ski poles, and I'm like, right, okay, what's going on here? Like that, that is ridiculous. Very, that. Yeah, it's a very that steep hill. Was quite steep. I knew that yeah. was. I knew that was going to be steep when a delivery driver got off his moped and started to push it. <laughs> <laughs> you literally, you get to the pub at the top of the hill, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you made it." It's like it's like someone in Everest or something. They're like, "Come on in, join us." No, and um, <laughs> no, I, the toilets no, are upstairs. I, I um, no, I enjoyed Lincoln. Despite, I mean, to be fair, even the game itself was funny because you had McLaughlin basically literally chucking the ball into his own net. I, um, the referee as well. Shambles. He just didn't move from the centre circle. He refereed the whole <laughs> game from the centre circle. It was hilarious. <laughs> so out of shape. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Brilliant. The, the good thing I liked about Lincoln is like it had two... It, it kind of was the city uh, divided by a train line. Yeah. So in one half, you had all the, like, this lovely cathedral <laughs> kind of oldie-worldy stuff. Then the yeah. other side of the tracks was like, wow, it's rough round here. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was like, yeah, it's like... It's like the city of Durham, and then you go through the middle of the town. There's a train track, and then you're in Blandford Street in Sunderland. Mm. <laughs> that's that's the. Oh, you're on Mark. North Road in Durham. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, so I, I quite enjoyed. Uh, Stephen, is that where? Did we go for a drink afterwards? Was that at? Yes, we did a re- we did a reaction pod. Was it Jack uh, yeah. last game? Oh, yeah, that, oh, that was our that was our fault. He got sacked, wasn't it? Yeah, I forgot mm, about that. Mm. Uh, well, 
also, that was one of the worst experiences I've ever had was getting my hair ruffled, not literally, by fucking Lincoln fans. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh, no, you're not too bad. I mean, like, oh, we, we didn't expect to beat you, but it's like, oh, well, we were just really up for it today. And it's like, I think you'll get in the playoffs. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> didn't, didn't they lose 7 0 at home to Oxford the week before? As well? <laughs> yeah. So just like, oh, this is just the worst. This is when, like, you know the, the the corner of the ground where they had the, those like that like little singing bit, didn't they? Yeah. And there was about ten rows of their fans, and they had a drum and everything. That was weird because they didn't come to life till about five minutes before kickoff, and then you were suddenly like, "Whoa, what's going on over there?" And it was like just a like a coach load of excited that was really teenagers bouncing up and down and playing the drums, <coughs> and it was just. It was just bizarre. It was brilliant and shit at the same time. I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide if I couldn't decide if I was impressed by them or mortified. Yeah, it's, it's kind of that thing. Just trying to do like the ultras thing. And in one way, it's like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I wish we had something like that. And at the same time, it's like, I look shite, mate. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think that Lincoln Day was like my realization that. We're going to be in this league for quite a while. <laughs> and it was kind of like, I'm just going to start embracing it from now on. Unless it's a pandemic that cancels football. <laughs> nah, that's never going to happen, that. Nah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fanciful talk. <laughs> uh, I'll throw out mine, because uh, it's, just, it's just a fantastic place. It's like... Uh, I describe this as like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, and that's uh, getting off the train at Burton. It's just ev- the the streets are lined with ale. It just there's a pub, there's a pub or a brewery within about a hundred yards of it, of like each step on the way, and it's you can walk to the ground kinda, and then it's like it's, it's a non-league ground that's just for uh, that's they've elevated themselves. Well, fair play to them, elevate themselves to like Championship League One level. And it's great. I mean, I know they like they've done us in a couple of times, but it's just like I don't know. It's like like a puppy. It's like you can't stay mad at Burton because it's like <laughs> it's just it's just a wonderful place. It's like yeah. it is. I can't. It's great. It's just I have so. Much, it's like I was looking forward to it so much mm. for next my month. You might get going. Well. Here we are. It's great. It's great for me because oh, in July would be there. amazing. Yeah, exactly that and South End in July. What a time to be alive. <laughs> we had, we had a night out there myself Gareth and and Craig. Um we went down to do the Dennis Smith interview. Um we stayed at my dad's house. Um cuz that's in just in a village outside of Burton and obviously Dennis lives in Stoke so that was nearby. We had a really good night as well actually. Lots of little micro breweries and stuff like that. It was it was like I say, you know, if if beer is your thing, go to Burton upon Trent. And if and if football is your thing, cuz St George's Park's there as well. Get yourself down and have a look. Well, yeah. What? <laughs> St. George's Park. I just said yeah. Oh, St. George's <laughs> Park, right. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, after all that positivity, let's talk about shit places. Um, I just... Uh, Whenever I think about, like, days out, like, a, a dread, like, Coventry cannot be <laughs> surpassed. It's... I've been, I've been to both. I thought Highfield Road was, you know, fine. Just, I was... 
it's quite young. It's just it seemed to be in a lot of terrace houses. But the Rico Arena is one of the worst just venues, let alone Soulless. football scenes I've ever been to. Horrible place. Yeah. But dreadful. it's it's just it's just like they've created a foot like a big stadium and then thought, let's try and make this as hard as possible for anyone to get to it. Mm. It's like you can't it's like the bus going there is just the bus. Yeah. It comes every like it comes every fifteen minutes. And then they built a train station there which is is inaccessible for large like events because it's only about a hundred yards long. Yeah, there's one train an hour. And it's yeah, just, and it's one carriage. Right, yeah, it's just stupid. And it doesn't run on match days, so Well they don't have any there anymore, so R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did. They did everyone a favour by moving it to Birmingham they did? in a much, in a much better place and a much easier <laughs> to get to ground. Say, I would argue if you live in Coventry, it's easier for you to get a St Andrews than it is to get the Rico Arena. I uh, yeah, I would right. agree with that. So just to, yeah, just come to, on, just let's, to let's hear your mention uh, for the older fans, Tom. You mentioned Highfield Road there. That actually was a really good deal. Because you were in the city centre of Coventry, and there's some great pubs there, and then you were just, and then Highfield Road wasn't just like Rocker Park, like old-fashioned grounds in, you know, the middle of a housing estate, and that was great. And then obviously, it's the recall was not that at all. Well, it's just like I, I can understand why they built it, but first of all, it's enormous. Yes, <laughs> and it's like it's like thirty-five thousand. I mean, like at least. We were, when we were in the Premier League, we did fill our our big ground, but they've never had anything near that kind of like even modicum of success. They've like been like Championship, like mid table. That's the best they've probably the had the in the past in the 80s. however many years. The one that fair cup in the late eighties. Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't play in the Rico Arena. <laughs> 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 Gary Bennett's brother scored in the final. <laughs> well, before, well, we'll move on from my commentary hatred and move on to someone else's hatred of. Uh, so, Chris, where do you hate? Um, I, again, <laughs> I've changed my mind here, but uh, West, ha- <laughs> West Ham's new ground. Oh, great! A- oh, absolutely yes. shocking! Like literally, like the worst football watching experience I think especially like given it's a new ground and you're like well even if it's going to be a bit soulless you'd expect like the actual I don't know experience to be good but it's just shit it's you'd ex- terrible you'd it's- expect it to look safe yeah you'd expect it to look safe you'd expect to be able to see the pitch without binoculars yeah it's just shit it's just it's not a football ground no it's like, not and like the the most surreal thing was because the, the away end you kind of like the, the two tiers are like separated by quite a distance, aren't they? Yeah. So mm. you ha- so you have two sections of the away end singing different songs because they don't they they can't like hear the one it's further not, down. It's not even like directly behind either. It's like slightly. Yeah, it's a bit sli- to the side. Yeah, yeah, it's just shocking. And if you look underneath, there's loads of just spare seats stashed under yeah, under the is. under the lower. T- it's dreadful. No, I totally agree. It's awful. I'm sure. I'm sure the bar bit as well. It's kind of like. Pretty much like open to the elements, isn't it? And there's like, yeah, a kind, like of some kind of mesh, mesh. Yeah, yeah, netting yeah. on the outside. Yeah, Shocking. absolutely really, shite. Really. Oh, we got we got we got beaten the last minute the one time we played there. So it was when just... he had three right backs on the pitch, didn't we? At the same time. 
Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Davy Moyes. Yeah. Donald... Donald does his win. Well. But yeah, no, I mean, I hate him it, as well. again, to be fair, like, like, there's nothing around it. There's absolutely nothing around it. Like, um, the only good thing was it's on the DLR line from King's Cross. So, like, what Stephen yeah. was saying before about drinking it, you can't actually drink at King's Cross and yeah. be there in like 10 minutes. There's nothing there. The, the closest thing to it's a shopping centre, which everyone which everyone has to walk through. And it, it's, it's just shite. Like, I can understand. I don't like West Ham at all. I mean, an Upton Park was like hell. But at least it was a proper ground. Yeah. And I, I, I can understand why all their fans hate it. You'd but be just, fuming, like, you'd be absolutely raging if you'd, if you'd moved from like Upton Park to that. Yeah, yeah. and you were still especially shocked. Shocking. Especially because presumably it cost, cost them all an absolute fortune more to go to it as well. <laughs> but mm. Yeah. Well, we're all paying for it as well, so there's, there's that. Yeah, We've got that. That yeah well. that's true, yeah. Well, that's another reason to hate it, I guess. Yeah, but, <laughs> Pull it but it's also, if you sold oh. that, if you said, oh, this is going to be a new ground, and it's like, oh, but you might have a better team. It's like, all right, okay. But they've got that, and they're still shit. So yeah, it's like, and they've yeah. got David probably, Moyes back. Probably worse as well. <laughs> <laughs> really bad, I mean, aren't they? It's really funny. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, they also must have like the worst security staff in the country, because how does someone run onto the pitch... And like try to well, fight Mark Noble when when you're that well, far away from the pitch in the first place. When the, when they first when they first moved in there, they were they refused to police it. Yeah, Be- they did because and the radios like, didn't work on the frequency that they were um, having inside the stadium. That well, sounds like was, very Sunderland. That yeah, oh yeah. There was bother. <laughs> there was bother the day we were bother. There. Bother. It was like Green Street. Yes. And, um, <laughs> but then like. Like and we were, and everyone was like, "Well, this is ridiculous," kind of thing. And then it was only—I'm sure it was the week after they played Chelsea in the cup, and there was absolute hell on. And that was when they were like, "Oh, we're going to actually have to do something here yeah. before somebody gets killed." Mm. But yeah, it's just terrible, and they're a terrible club. So you know, perfect storm. Yeah, <laughs> awful. Uh, Matthew, can you top that? Uh, I hate Stoke. Uh, yeah, a great, a great shout. A I hate Stoke lots because it doesn't exist. Stoke City doesn't exist. There's not a place called Stoke. There's four, six towns made make six, up Stoke. Yeah. The, the town centres, the city centre is called Hanley. Um, the ground is arguably harder to access by any sort of transport than the Rico Arena. It's freezing cold. We tend to lose there. There's nowhere <laughs> to drink. Stoke, well, Hanley is shit. The people are awful. Uh, they bought all of our players that we thought were shit and then ended up better than us in getting into Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and I just hate them. I hate everything about Stoke City. <laughs> it's also the most, one of the, uh, the places where I, I feel the most on edge. Yeah. Because I want, <laughs> because uh, the first time I went, I said, "Oh well, it's only like like half an hour away." So I just got, went into Stoke willy nilly at eleven in the morning. Went into the most intense weather spoons I've ever been, where it was like you know in those cowboy films where the saloon doors open and the record yeah. scratches. Everybody turns and looks. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, there's a lot of bald, angry men staring at me here," and it's just like 
it's just the most uncomfortable place. Like I hate them. It's horrible. It's a hor- It's a horrible, horrible place. And as you're right, full of horrid people. And also, the coppers want you to go and drink in this terrible pub. Yeah, yeah the, to the to the left when you when yeah. you come out of the of the station. Yeah, and then bush you bush you in and bush you out. It's just like this is it's just the ultimate of grimness. It, it was Stoke um, where I saw the best deal of all time. It was buy um, a pie and a pint for six pounds fifty, or two oh, pies yeah. and two pints for thirteen pounds. <laughs> that's not a deal is it that's just buying more things it's buying the same thing twice <laughs> yeah that's just buying things that's not a deal that's shit so I Stoke I hate you <laughs> it's one of the very few places where I think the last time I played them under Moyes and I was like I'm just so glad I never have to come back here ever mm. again it's like unless it's like Unless it's like a game to decide a league, there's no way on God's green earth I want to go back to the fucking Britannia Stadium. Oh, God, it's just... just Pull it down, they're just horrible, I hate them. Loads. Well, good job that, well, we might play them next year, or whenever the season starts again. I really hope, really want them to lose every week, because they're just shit houses, and I really... Not in a... Not in a... Not in a... Not in a good way either, not like... They're not even funny about it, like they just the long throws and oh god Pulis but oh nah <laughs> I was going to say you've done really well to get this far into it without mentioning Tony Pulis oh, fucking dickhead with it. oh honestly <laughs> <laughs> you see so should we talk about that. something else <laughs> Stephen quickly say yours <laughs> well on similar lines really you know Stoke fans are nutters and they've always been nutters and they've always had a reputation for it. Similarly, Sheffield United fans are oh, not particularly yeah. welcoming. Um, Sheffield is a bit like Birmingham in a way that when you get there, you think, oh, this is a, this is a big... I mean, it's not the size of Birmingham, but, you know, when you go to Birmingham, you think, oh, this is going to be like Leeds or Newcastle or Manchester, and it's generally... Not that good, I don't think, for like my experiences there. And Sheffield is similar. You get there and you think, oh, there'll be loads of mint pubs to go and hear and stuff. And it's just not... I've never found it to be the case. And then on top of that, the fans are psychos. Yeah, they um, are. They are, they are we went, yeah. You, you know, we, we, we went... So the season we got the playoff final in 98, we actually lost twice at Sheffield United that season. Once yeah. on the opening day and then once in the playoff first leg. Um, which was annoying, which d- didn't help. We went there we went the next one, season. Went one up there we ne- as well, didn't we? The playoff one. In the playoffs, yes, we did. Barley scored a cracker, yeah. Uh, but we, and then the next season, we beat them 4-0, and Quinn got two, and Bridges got two. And we, when the lads I was with, got back to the minibus that we travelled on, they travelled down on, all the windows were out, and all the tyres had been slashed. Um... And that was a that was a welcome from the Sheffield United fans. So um, I don't like going there at all. Never have done. Yeah. So the the playoff one. I, I mean, I don't really remember because I was only like seven or something. But um, my dad always tells us like we got we got chased down the well, us and several other Sunderland fans got chased down the street after the game. And I remember, I'm sure in that game, um, some of our lot had managed to kind of like infiltrate the home end 
and they literally like had to march them out and they like marched it past like the front of the away end kind of thing because they were saying it was just far too dangerous for them to be in with wow. the home fans it's dodgy it's a bit like Birmingham used to always be like that as well like you know you'd, you'd walk to the ground and it, it was a challenge in itself just to be quiet and get in there in one piece um, but that time they actually put all the windows out and smashed the tyres of the minibus well, um, chef, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it was totally unprovoked, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't. It, that was a bit extreme, still. Well, Sheffield United is one of those few places that is still like that. It's it's still got like an edge to it, and I used to. They well, thrive on that, though, don't they? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe that's like, why they're doing so well. I was going to say it's part but, of their like because you look at it and it's like a. It, it, it's one of those. It's like a tight ground, isn't it? Like where they're really close to the pitch. And... But the atm- the atmosphere is shit in the ground. They're just nutters outside the ground. <laughs> That's what you like, though, <laughs> isn't it? Like I've, I've never seen you love this before. You can't, like, you can't stand been off Fulham and be up up for this. It's like off these now. Heard <laughs> <laughs> now. It's just like you know. At least like when you go to like somewhere like Leeds. And it's intimidating. Or even when we used to play a borough back in the nineties, when there was a rivalry there, it was intimidating outside and inside the ground, and at Birmingham as well. But Sheffield United, the atmosphere's always been shit. They're just not as when you get out. That's probably because they've all got orders. <laughs> <laughs> well, once we went to Aston Villa, just going on off on a tangent. When and my brother was that drunk when we got there, they wouldn't let him in the ground. And he ran into somebody he met in an England game who's, who, who said to us, you know, I, st- I did the right thing, stayed out with him rather than going, even though I was okay. Um, so I, um, what we did was this guy was like, right, come in, this, come in this pub with us, you'll be all right. And when we got in there, it was all the people who had been banned from going to the games. And now Paul was that drunk and he started like saying how Birmingham City probably had the most loyal fans out of the two and stuff. And I wasn't going down very well, so I had to get him out there quite quickly. So we'll not go off on those tangents anyway. But there you go. <laughs> uh, well, what a, what a note to go out on. <laughs> I also hate Luton. <laughs> I also hate we're Wembley. We'll be here a long time if we And I hate Reading. I hate Reading. I've not, I've not even been to the garage to hate Reading. <coughs> what about, Matthew, what about South End? I love South End. You love well, South End. Well, South, love... South End we'll get on to in the next edition. If... That is, I just want to say about South End that is the longest I've spent in, a, in, a, in the same pub in one, <laughs> in one sitting. Did you. <laughs> I, I think you forgot to go to the match. I Is went. It... I, no, I left the match when they scored the second, and I was back. I watched the end of the match in the pub. I was in I was there. From, say... I was in there from twelve till five, and then from about seven <laughs> till, it, till it shut. I'm sure it was beyond five because I left there like just before. Well, kickoff, what time was the kickoff? Still in there. Oh, well, I mi- yeah, kick-off. I missed the kickoff because I missed. Yeah, because I, I missed. Say... I missed their goal. Because yeah. when and then when I, we, when Maguire scored the penalty, I thought we were winning. I couldn't understand why everyone was really sort of annoyed, and then didn't re- didn't realise we we weren't winning until like about twenty minutes later, and I was sort of like, oh, well, that's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> and then <laughs> realised we were fifth. That pubs the scene of the the unpublished reaction pod. Which yes. Is- 
We, we should have put it out yesterday. Well, we may well put this out because it's hilarious. And I was so drunk. It's just so 20 drunk. minutes of madness. And it's, it's 20 minutes of getting everyone, as many people in the pub as we can, involved well, in the reaction podcast. Max Power's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Who was sick of me. Well, a bit like, uh, a bit like Max Power is. Well, maybe we'll, uh, that'll be released in, well, depends how further into the madness we go well, in these It depends how long the, the lockdown lasts for, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> but file under, file under if we are desperate. If we, well, <laughs> well, we're getting there. Uh, anyway, we'll round it off there. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Stay safe, stay at home, and as Richard says, fuck the mags. Thanks for listening. Yeah. decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.